want the money. I want the title. And I can get it because I'm already doing the work. You've thought it. Now it's time to actually believe it. You're listening to Her Next Career Move, the safe space where you'll learn how to stop your mind from career blocking you so you can claim the wealth and work you deserve. I'm Dr. Jasmine Escalera, a career-minded Latina turned Forbes featured coach, and I'm ready to have some candid conversations about how you can build the confidence to step into the career you know you deserve. All right, now let's get going. What's up, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Her Next Career Move. This episode is going to be super conversational around something that actually just dropped recently, an article that was just released, and my commentary post on that article that I put up on LinkedIn. I want to get real with you about this particular article that was published by Forbes, which stated that women of color set lower salary expectations than white men. We have to get real around this conversation, and this podcast episode is not meant to teach you how to negotiate. No, we've already got that clear. Go up to the past episodes on claiming your paper, which I dropped a few weeks ago that have the entire strategy on how you need to be negotiating. It was a two-part series that dropped massive gems on how to negotiate for the highest possible salary that you can. But within this episode, I want to go deep on more of the mindset and the principles behind why you are setting lower salary expectations, why you deeply inside of you know you should be making way more money, but for some reason, you are stopping yourself from actually making the ask or you make the ask and you cave. I want to talk to you about all the things you need to do to be setting yourself up, to be able to make the money that you truly deserve because you are out there putting in the work and effort. And I really want to come at this from the perspective of empowering you to go out there and stop the BS because the money you want is there. We need to go and claim it. And so this article dropped in Forbes, and I got an alert about it because I set Google alerts for all of the things, all the topics that I want to be well-informed about, and one of them is money because I love helping you make money. Now, I read this article, and I have to say I was furious as I was reading it. Why? Because here we go again. More data proving that white men are out here making bank while we are out here doing exceptional work, being the workhorse, being given all the work because everybody knows that we deliver, and yet we are still making less money. But then I looked at this article from a different perspective, from a different lens, and I had to say to myself, damn, 
<sighs> Forbes is printing facts. The whole gist of the article is that we are setting the lower salary expectations. And although I don't think this is across the board, I do know for a fact that it's true. Why? Because I have so many clients that come to me with these dirty money mindsets, with these feelings of, in the past, I've just accepted what was offered to me because I felt like if I got the job, then I would just go in, I'd work my tush off, and I'd prove myself. And then I'd be able to ask for more. But what that mindset does is that mindset sets you up for starting a job and working harder than everyone else. It starts you off thinking, I have to work hard instead of, I have to be strategic, accept the work that aligns with the career path I want to have at this organization, make connections and make making connections a priority. Step outside of this role and see what else this organization has to offer. Learn. Find a mentor and a sponsor that will actually be able to shepherd me along in my career path here at this company and might even be able to say my name in rooms when I'm not there. Thinking that you need to accept the pay, accept the offer, and then work harder to prove yourself, to validate that you deserve to be there when you've already been given the job. That mindset sets you up for the workhorse. It sets you up for being the one that is doing all the work and not getting the praise. It sets you up for being the one that people dump work on because you're doing the work and you're doing it well because that's who you are. When we need to be focusing on the strategy that we need to have in these new positions to allow us to accelerate not continue propagating the same behaviors that we've had throughout our careers. Another mindset that I see so many women coming to me with, which proves to me that this article is real, is that thought process of, if I don't accept this offer, they will take it back. That concept of, I need to accept everything as is or else they will rescind the offer. Or even potentially, I can negotiate, but I ain't going to push too much. I'm not going to push too much because if I push too much, they're going to take it back. That mentality and mindset makes you believe that you can't actually get what internally you want. See, internally, you know how much money you want. Internally, you know you want 20, 30, 40, 50, 60K more. But not claiming that you deserve that pushes you to think, well, I can't ask for it. Now, what this also does is it sets you up for failure, boo. Because that concept and idea of I can't push or else they will rescind the offer takes you to the stage of thinking you have to accept 
that offer that you can push a little but not too much so you can get something that makes you feel okay in the moment and might appease that feeling of, I know I should negotiate, I know I should ask for more, but you're not going to get what you truly want internally. And here is what will happen when you start a job making less money than you know deep down internally you deserve. You will start to resent that job from day one. I have seen it happen over and over again. I even had a client who, before working with me, accepted a job offer for less money. And the entire time we were coaching together, it was around her feelings of resentment towards the job and also her feelings of anger and frustration towards herself. You want to start a new position, an opportunity feeling valued from day one. You want to know that that organization put in the work because you put in the work to be there too. You put in the work for the job search. You've put in the work for the interview process. And you know you will put in the work when you land that position because that's who you are. You always put in the work. No question about it. And so if you start that job not getting deep down what you truly want, you are already starting it off with resentment, with feelings of being undervalued, and then you have to catch up. And so when you start, you're going to be grasping, grasping for all the things that might make this feeling better for you, that might make that feeling of, I didn't really get what I wanted, go away. And that's how we start jobs, with resentment, with graspy energy. That's not what you want. I've also had women come to me, dope women, come to me with this concept and idea of, if I ask for more, I'm going to look greedy. They're going to think that that's all I care about is money. And I just simply don't want to rock the boat. Well, here's the thing. Asking for money is what you're supposed to be doing. Did you ever think that you are putting in all this effort, all this energy, and what you should be getting back is pay? I mean, if you look at it just from the perspective of exchange, of energy exchange, of work exchange, you put in the work, the effort, the energy to do a great job And what you get back is money. You get paid for your efforts and your work and your value. So if you aren't thinking about that exchange, then it's unbalanced already. That means that what you are putting in is higher than what you are getting back. That's a misalignment in value. That is a misalignment in energy exchange. You are not being greedy or rocking anybody's boat. In fact, I say turn that shit over. You are not being greedy by asking for an equal energy exchange for the value you know you are going to put in at this organization. That's not being greedy. That's being smart. Because so much of value and so much of feeling valued is about alignment. 
is this job and company in alignment with my values, my needs, and my wants, and what I desire for my career in order to achieve the level of success that I want to achieve? And if there is a misalignment there, then you are going to start to feel the feelings of not being valued. You are going to start to feel those feelings of resentment. You are going to get frustrated and it's going to happen mad quick. Because when we don't listen to those internal desires that we have, when we keep trying to push them down and push them down and push them down, it just starts screaming at you because you're not listening. It is so important that you hook into and you listen to that internal voice, that powerful part of you that is screaming at you to not just have the job you want, to not just work at the right company, but to truly be valued. And part of that value exchange between you and a company is money. So truly, what do we need to do, right? What is it actually that we should be doing to boost this mindset of money, to boost this concept and belief that not only do I deserve it, because I know you know you deserve it, but that I can go out there and get it, that I can have these conversations and not cave that I can stand powerful and strong around my request for what I know I deserve. Well, the first thing you got to do, boo, is you got to tap into the mind. I didn't realize this, but during the course of my career, negotiation was, yo, that was scary to me. It was. But I didn't realize why until much later when I really started to dig into this. And honestly, frankly, when I was married to a white man. When I was married to my ex-husband, he kept pushing me, pushing me, pushing me. You gotta make more money. You gotta negotiate. You gotta stand up for yourself when it comes to your money. Why? Well, he was a white man, so he was out there making bank, right? Like, okay, this is easy for you, but it wasn't easy for me. And the reason it wasn't easy for me is because, yo, I grew up in the projects. I grew up poor, all right? I didn't have parents who knew how to negotiate. My dad didn't even graduate high school. My mom went to college much later in my life and became a DOE school teacher. I didn't know nothing about no money, not from the standpoint of corporate America. I didn't know how to negotiate, but beyond that, I had this concept that money didn't even exist because it didn't exist in my family. We might have had it at certain points, but it disappeared mad quick when them bills came in and when kids had to be fed. I had this concept that money doesn't grow on trees. There is no money. We don't got no money. And so when I would go into these negotiation processes, what do you think was a major driver of my conversation and my mindset at that time? Money don't exist. So I remember distinctly trying to negotiate for more money in a job I was already in. 
and I was working for a nonprofit organization. And my boss at the time said, you know, you're such a great employee and we value you. And you're always putting in the work and effort. You're always the first person to raise your hand. All the things that we always hear. But we ain't got it. We don't have the budget to be able to increase your salary. And what do you think I did? In my mind, this was just yet another conversation of, we ain't got it, which I've been hearing my whole life as a kid and even as an adult. We ain't got it. And so that mindset would kick in and I would shut down because that's just what I was used to doing. So when we think about negotiation and we think about asking for more and claiming more, we really have to get clear on what are the mindsets? What are the limiting beliefs? What are the thoughts that are playing in our heads? Because we've grown up a certain way. We have certain beliefs about whether money exists or doesn't exist. Your mindset is a key player in the negotiation and the salary negotiation process, and you have to connect to that deeply. An exercise that I love to give my clients in their job search and during salary negotiations to really tap into their poo-poo thoughts about money and just about the process in general is actually called a brain dump. I like for them to really just dump out of their mind all of the negative thoughts, all of the limiting beliefs they have about themselves or the salary negotiation process. What this brain dump can do is start to help you build self-awareness around what's stopping you, what thoughts and limiting beliefs are actually driving whether you are or are not negotiating, and even how you are going through that process if you are. This can be so powerful because part of the process of changing belief systems and breaking down negative thoughts is really having that self-awareness around what is going on in my brain. What is driving me here? Because your thoughts are always the driver of your behaviors and actions. Whether you do or do not do something related to salary negotiation or anything in your life is all because of what's going on in your mind. So if you want to have the mindset of success around negotiation and really, truly go out there and claim the money you deserve, you have to first tap into, what is it that I even think about this process? And what do I think about my success, my ability to be able to even do this? You've got to tap into that powerful place in your mind that believes or disbelieves you when you say, I deserve this and I'm going to go for it and I'm going to make it happen. I am a quitter, and I want you to be one too. Join the Professional Quitters, my exclusive group coaching program and community for women of color job seekers who are ready to hand in their resignation letters, quit the careers, jobs, and companies that are not aligned with their goals and values, and start making up to 50% more in their new paycheck. I want to teach you the foundations of quitting, and it starts with that new job. Get more info on the Professional Quitters group coaching program by clicking the link in the show notes. It's going to feel damn good when you finally quit. 
So let's get you there. Now, just clarifying your mindset around salary negotiation and money is so incredibly powerful to have that mindset of negotiation and to really be able to get out there and do this. But also what I want you to think about is increasing and boosting your confidence around salary negotiation is also about the power of information. We always know that knowledge is power, right? We've heard this so many times before. And one of the key things here that we have to really push is if you don't know how much you should be making, then there's no way you can negotiate for it. But I'm not going to talk to you about the typical traditional ways of finding out how much money you should make. Yes, of course, you have to be going on salary.com and payscale.com. You have to be using these websites and resources to your benefit. But damn, you also need to stop thinking that you shouldn't be talking about money. In order to claim the money that we deserve, we have to become empowered to have conversations with others around money. We need to break down this idea that we shouldn't be talking to people in our network or our professional community about how much money they make. B.S. Do you know how many clients have actually been able to negotiate more money because part of their conversations with their network, with people they know, in positions like the ones they are seeking, part of their conversation is around how much money does someone in this job make? How much money do you make? I remember having a client who had a conversation like this with someone in her network as she was negotiating a job offer, and she found out that the job offer was almost $20,000 lower, lower than what people were actually making in the same exact roles. We have to start talking about money, and even bringing people into our professional community who have the DL on money, people who are hiring managers in our industry, people who know exactly what people make in our field and in our titles. When you think about the creation of your professional community, when you think about your network, You have to have the intention of growing your career. And if you want to grow your career, you should also be thinking about how your money grows with it. And with that intention of growing your career and growing your money, think about who do I need to bring into my professional community that can help me understand the money that I should be making, how I should be thinking about money and salary negotiation, how I should be thinking about percentages I need to be asking for, how I should be thinking about when to really be clued into my money needs to increase because my job, my duties, my experiences are changing and up-leveling. You have to have people who are supporting you not just in how your career grows, but also how your money grows. And so if you are in a job search, yes, 
Of course, you know I say this all the time, networking needs to be your primary strategy. Building your professional community needs to be the thing you are doing. But I also want you to think about those conversations that you're having shouldn't be just about understanding how you market yourself, how you talk about yourself, learning more about your career path, what jobs are out there. But part of that conversation should be around how much money should I be making when I get this job? How can I learn more about the negotiation process from all of these other individuals who are in these roles, in these positions, and potentially have hiring capacity for individuals like me? In order for us to stop, truly stop, setting salary expectations that are lower than white men, we have got to arm ourselves with that empowered money mindset and the information, data, research to be able to back our dollars, back our money desires with pure facts. When you have that empowered mindset of, I deserve this. And when you have the factual information of not only do I deserve this, but I should be getting this, that inspires you to go into these conversations from a completely different perspective. When women ask me the strategy of salary negotiation, I don't focus as much on what you should be saying what you should be asking for. So much of what I focus on is, do you actually believe you deserve more? Like truly. And not even just that, do you actually believe that you can be successful in asking for it? A lot of times I will ask women, my clients, how much money do you really want to make? Because I know the first number they tell me when I ask, how much do you want to make? is always way lower than what internally they truly desire. But that's what I want you to tap into. We set lower salary expectations because from birth, we are taught to believe we are less. That's what society tells us. Sometimes even as women, that's what our culture tells us that we have to take care of everyone else, that we have to put everybody else's needs before ours. Well, what do you think that does to how you run through the career world? It makes you think that you're a second-rate citizen in this career space, and I am here to tell you that that is BS. I don't want you to be setting lower salary expectations than white men. I want you to far exceed what they are out here claiming because we deserve that. I know you put in the work. And so in order to get your paper, it's not just about how do I ask. It's about do I believe I can even be asking this? And do I deeply know that I'm going to claim it? All right, y'all, I had to do this episode on this article because it fired me up. It fired me up because I know it's true. 
but it also fired me up because I know it doesn't have to be. So get out there and claim your paper. Until next time, y'all. That's all for today's show. Now that you know what you know, it's your move. So girl, get out there and make it. And if you have suggestions for topics you'd like me to talk about in the next episode, perhaps something that might help you get unstuck, then let me know by sending a DM on our Instagram page at her next career move. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe to the show to support our movement to flood the work world with dope women of color ready to take it over.